what the hell is going on with American journalism right now? We got one too many fucking station editors calling the shots, writing the questions, and signing off on a lot of shit that don't make a lot of sense. In particular, the dumbass questions these fucking reporters keep asking people who are traumatized. I just listened to a fucking a news journalist behind the desk ask someone what it's like to go through the process of grief. What the fuck do you mean, what's it like going, you don't know yet, bitch? You know, maybe I should just drive up there to CNN and kick the shit out of you. The way you feel a little grief, and then you've got the experience, and you can report credibly, you fucking idiot. And if that wasn't enough, she threw this curveball at the lady. What have you learned through your grief? um, I learned that... um... You're either the goofiest bitch alive or somebody's writing those questions for you. Um, I've learned that grief is painful. And when somebody asks me how I'm feeling, it's completely natural for me to want to take a stapler and put it through their fucking skull. Shove you out in front of an Uber driver. Put cyanide on your maxi pads. Hey, how about asking me, is there anything that you could share to help others prevent what you're going through? That's a great fucking question, but somehow it got by the ditzy news anchor or she's at the mercy of her station editor who wrote them fucking questions who are sterilizing language with idiotic questions and just dumbing people slowly but surely dumbing people the fuck down. Reminds me of the time Wolf Blitzer asked a lady in Moore, Oklahoma, whose home had just been completely demolished by an F5 tornado, or pets got killed, or her husband was in the hospital. And Wolf Blitzer asked her, What are you feeling right now? I'm all right with Wolf Blitzer. I don't have big issues with Wolf Blitzer. But I'll tell you right now, that question was so fucking idiotic, I really. Wanted to see that woman take that microphone and bludgeon his old ass to death. I mean, literally, right there in front of the fucking FEMA truck. See her put down her fucking sandwich and just beat his fucking ass to death for that dumbass question. (laughs) Hey, us Oklahomans would have backed her. Passed out, baby.
red blood, white snow Blue dress on a bow Your new girl is my clone Did you think I didn't see you? There were flashing lights At least I had the decency to keep my nights Out of sight, only rumors about my hips and thighs And my whispered sighs Oh lord, I think about jumping Off a very tall somethings Just to see you come running And say the one thing I've been wanting But no! Let's fast forward to 300 awkward blind dates later If she's got blue eyes, I will surmise that she'll probably date her You dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor You search in every model's bed for something greater, baby Was it over when she laid down on your couch? Was it over when he unbuttoned my blouse? Come here, I whispered in your ear in your dream as you passed out, baby Was it over then? And is it over now? Flashing lights, at least I had the decency to keep my nights out of sight. Only rumors by my hips and thighs, and I whispered sighs. Oh Lord, I think about jumping off a very tall somethings just to see you come running, running, and say the one thing I've been wanting, but no. Swift. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. Stan the Joke Man talking, and I want to start it off my show with... That's the sound of me kissing Taylor Swift's ass, not that she even knows I exist. But, um... Nice. I'm still going to bust her balls. Well, she doesn't have balls, but her boyfriend does. And, um... I wonder if they're still together. Anyway, um... I'm still going to be like that, and I can't help it. That's just who I am, okay, Taylor? But I want to tell you something, kid. And you're not a kid. You're a woman. You're a fucking strong, empowered woman. And it took a set of fucking guts, amazing guts, for you to not forget your fans and take the easy street and side up with cynics. It was so wonderful of you to see encourage young voters to get their asses out there and legalize marijuana in these states so we can get Rick Simpson into the homes of cancer patients and people who are suffering from pain. You know, as opposed to here in Oklahoma where the local legislators and Governor Stitty Bridges all written laws making it illegal to even advertise the benefits of Rick Simpson oil in this state. Yeah. Your local representatives, Scott Fettgetter, Stephanie Bice, didn't tell you that they wrote legislation making it illegal to advertise the benefits of Rick Simpson oil. What the fuck is Rick Simpson oil? They basically take marijuana and liquefy it. Condense it down, filter it, liquefy it, filter it, liquefy it, filter it. They completely purify. It's pure, like 99% pure CBD. 
You take a rice-sized piece, you sleep painless. Not kidding, folks. My arthritis doesn't bother me anymore since it's been in my life, and I don't have to take pharmaceutical dope, addictive dope anymore, and your local representatives hid it from you. You need to get the word out. You need to help. Yeah, it's a gaslight cross-promotion, but it's something I believe in, and I want nothing in return other than more pings. We got to get the word out to folks, okay? And you got to help me share this fucking show, would you? Look, I've got listeners all over the fucking world and the country. Share this show if you suffer from pain and don't know about Rick Simpson Oil or just discovered the wonders of Rick Simpson Oil. Help us help you. If you're a dispensary, why the fuck aren't you subscribed to my show, putting it on your fucking website and helping me help you? See, that's the problem. You've all been fucking brainwashed to be subservient and just accept it the way they give it to you. You know, hardheads, you got to fight for freedom sometimes. Like I said, Stitt and them, they got their little state state police hit squads out there like the Gestapo shutting down family farms and dispensaries right now because the rumor is amongst dispensaries, Mango's Cannabis is paying Stitt a whole bunch of money to corner the market, take control of it, get rid of Rick Simpson Oil, dilute it, jack the price up, and yeah, fuck you, Oklahoma, who are suffering. That's your representatives doing it to you. They did it for money. How does it feel? They willfully, maliciously did it. They probably got families suffering from pain and cancer, but they did it because they got fucking paid for the money, folks. And they do it in the name of God always. That's super blasphemous. These fuckers are not Christian. Your freedom is under attack, and it's not coming from fucking Nancy Pelosi, you dumbass. Taylor Swift showed the power of the people right there. And I'll tell you something. You fat fucking little punks better wake up and start walking straight. And you best say a prayer tonight that Oklahoma never asked me to take the job of governor in this state because if I ever get it, there's going to be a hard fucking audit. Each and every discrepancy is going to be scrutinized. And if I find out you all been shuffling money, misappropriating it, giving it to your fucking friends and your special contract buddies, I can assure you, you're going to fucking prison. You best straighten your fucking ass up. Your terrorist, Russian-loving owners are going to get the fuck out of this country. One, we're tired of carrying their fucking dead weight. They're the job providers, you say? What, that... They make a living off providing jobs for people so that excuses them from paying taxes? Do you hear the fucking words you speak? Are you sure you understand what you're saying? Because you're a train wreck of contradiction. Seven trillion of our deficit was created in four years by Donald Trump, most of it going to his fucking tax break that he gave himself and all his other billionaire butthole buddies Permanently. And I guarantee you, Oklahoma legislators right now are up there in Oklahoma 
trying to craftily write legislation. They got their fucking dickhead strip mall lawyers up there writing legislation, trying to find a way that they can limit free speech to podcasters, guaranteed. Ooh, they hate us filling you folks in. Because you're going to get it straight here, not like the chicken chips on your uh, major network local news stations. No, they're at the mercy of station editors, too. And they do what they're told, that they want to keep their fucking jobs. Could you be any more subservient to somebody that has a fatter bank account than you, chicken shit? Ha! Yeah, meet the plaintiff, Ivanka Trump, daughter of Donald Trump. Ever since her dad allegedly Marla mapled her mom, Ivana, supposedly raped her mom, Ivana, on the face of it, outwardly used his grip to seemingly remove the hair from the scalp of her mom, Ivana, then used his damn golf course as a cemetery tax break where he buried her mom, Ivana. He expects her to defend him. Not a fucking chance, says plaintiff. Plaintiff seeks a shovel to go dig up her mom and bury her fucking dad. Meet the most innocent victim you've ever met in your entire life, Don J. Trump. Uh, He's been so busy walling up America, convincing his disciples he's a profitable prophet, and had time to educate himself about that bullcrap constitution. Yeah, well, that's the accountant's job and their fucking fault as far as he's concerned. So what if perjury's against the law? By the simple wave of his hand, he'll just jettison over to the alternative world of facts and poof, he's the most honest lying savior the world over, Don John Trump. J stands for Jesus, of course. Go, Randy! Yeah, what you're about to see is unfucking believable It's pathetic. Father and kids turning on one another... Incapable of accepting responsibility for a damn thing, especially when it comes to illegal shit. Yeah. But that don't make a damn. No matter what, it's always somebody else's fault. And the fit throwing sport brat fucking court. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Hit me up anytime. Stay on the Joke Man Show. We're Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way. Stand the Joke Man Show, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. Let's get into it. This is Witch Doctor fucking craft, folks. you got to be special to do this. Now listen, I take my craft very, very seriously because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just like to pretend that I do, okay? I've created a perfect utopia in my own brain. Just leave me alone, okay? All right, let's get into it. Don't write me if you don't want a fucking answer, okay? Stop bitching about the answers you get. Dear Stan, I am so done sending my ungrateful grandchildren presents. Hey, yeah, fucking A. Stop. For years, we have given generous gifts to our six out-of-town grandchildren and received almost no thanks or acknowledgement. It hurts my feelings because I devote a lot of thought in addition to money to choosing something special for each of them. Obviously, they don't care. We just sent checks not knowing, you know, what they read, not knowing what they wear or want. You know, our checks are always cashed, but we don't get phone calls of thanks or nothing. That's a fucking parent issue, okay? 
Lay off the kids. It's a 100% parent thing. When you see a child acting up and throwing a fucking tantrum, you are looking at the parent. When you see a child showing their ass or being ungrateful, disrespectful, dismissive, and even cruel, you're looking at the parent. Those children are byproducts of what their parents are. But make no mistake about it, Grandma. Them kids are guilty or nothing. You just keep sending beautiful letters and stuff. Trust me, the world's going to turn. They'll mature. Their little brains are going to grow, and they're they're going to want to know that nice woman, and they're going to come to you. Trust me. I hope they do anyway. And if they don't, fuck them. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, I'm a 63-year-old heterosexual male. <laughs> what do you want, a medal? Who gives a shit? Oh, I'm sorry. Dear Stan, I'm a 63-year-old heterosexual male who has recently joined an adult dating site to enhance my social and sexual life. A therapist suggested that it would help me to break out of my isolation and heal from the trauma of childhood sexual abuse. Oh, I'm sorry. Bless your heart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I kind of mocked you and teased you there in the beginning. Um, Because at first I was going to suggest you screw your therapist, but I won't do that. Um, God, I know I had one. Oh, I wanted her so bad. She knew it, too. She admitted to me she wanted me, too. But we didn't. We really, God, we just lived, like, right down the street from each other. You know how difficult it was for me to not go over and nail my therapist? She wasn't a therapist. She was a psychologist, or I don't know what they are. But she was a brain doctor, and I almost screwed her. I'm so glad I didn't. I just had the feeling that if I just invited myself over, she would invite me in. Oh, yeah, on more ways than one. But. I'm sorry, this is not about me, sir. I apologize. You got raped as a kid, and what else happened? Um, could you please recommend some dating etiquette? What support organizations can can assist my recovery efforts? Man, I am so sorry. I really am. God, I wish I knew you personally. Um, you got to understand something, bro. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm not saying emotionally you're okay. I'm saying you as a fucking person are flawless. Yeah. Fuck up flawless. You know what I love about my wife more than anything in the world? I have to fight her nightly because she'll fall asleep on the sofa spilling a full glass of wine over a fucking expensive-ass couch. And then challenge me and argue with me about going to bed because she's falling asleep on the fucking couch and is lying in a puddle of wine. Take me 20 minutes to get her to bed. But she's had it so rough at work lately. It's all right. I'm in this shit with her. I just don't drink anymore. I get high. Take that woman any way I can get her and all her fucking mistakes I'm in love with. Stop being a status person. Stop showcasing what you're not. What the fuck is wrong with you? Nada, mi amigo. Nada.
you're insecure and you're scared because you were violated and you were attacked and that is not your fucking fault. No one expects you to forgive anybody. But as your friend, I'd tell you, don't you? As your friend, I tell you to don't blame yourself. I am not ending the fucking show like this. Okay. Dear Stan, I'm a 35-year-old woman who is married to a 27-year-old man. We currently live in the same house as his mother. Oh, my God, you are not screwing his mom. She lives downstairs. We live upstairs. I bet you do. Um, I'm sorry. Thanks to my husband's upbringing, he has a hair-trigger temper. His dad has an explosive temper, and his mother is a narcissist. Oh, my God, you got caught in bed with his mom. He's never directed it at me, but his mother sets him off. Yeah, because she's balling up like a couple of roly-polies with his wife. Sometimes I think she does it on purpose because she has some kind of victim complex. Hey, bitch, no means no. Are you raping his mother? I have tried everything to help him control his temper. Nothing has worked. Well, I know what will work. I've got the solution. Don't stop listening. It has become normal for me to end the day with them fighting. I am exhausted by them. If they're home before I go to work, they'll get into some sort of yelling match. When I'm finishing my work day, he'll call me and I'll hear them arguing on the phone. I'm tired of the fighting. It's creating so much anxiety and depression. I have told him and asked him to at least try to stop, but it's still the same. What do I do? Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out. What the hell is a 35-year-old and a 27-year-old married couple living with mom and dad? Get the fuck out. Are you not allowed to leave? Do you mind if I share something with you? Did you know the DeFeo family wasn't allowed to leave the home? Yeah, Ronald DeFeo. Who's that, do you ask? Well, he's the guy that took a shotgun or a rifle of some sorts and murdered his entire family in the Amityville Horror House. Yeah, there's some shit you probably didn't know. They weren't allowed to leave the home. The devil didn't keep them there, but the crime bosses did. <laughs> When your mom is the niece of a capo in a crime family, yeah, and the husband is mulling payoff money and shit, things can get pretty hairy and shady, and sometimes murder happens, and sometimes assassins. How did I get off on that fucking rant? Oh, yeah, my advice is get the fuck out. Go get your own house. Get the fuck out. Get off the tit. And stop sleeping with his mom. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the letter. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show, a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon. Apple, Amazon, primarily. I don't know where else. Sure as fuck not 
YouTube and shit very often. They censor too much, so I don't even mess them. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, 8 p.m., bombing down Poinsettia Chapter 25, Citizen Canaan. Shorter audio version of a book I wrote a long time ago about my, um, my life in Hollywood as a young man. It's a tough story to tell, and I didn't realize when I started telling it that, um, yeah, I just want to say to my lifelong friends who are who are in the book, um, I'd never do anything to hurt you, and I think y'all know that by now, but I just had to tell my story, which wouldn't have been shit without you guys. Story time tonight. Show back on Friday. High noon until then. Bye, Candios, me amigos. Burn your shit, solid.